Be Yourself, a podcast with Ian O'Connell. Inspiring stories, great interviews. You're very welcome back to the Be Yourself podcast episode 11 with me, Ian O'Connell. Coming up in today's episode, I'm just going to be giving you a general update on my life, what's going on and what I've been up to recently. During the week, I put a question box up on my social media platforms, so I'm going to be answering the most frequently asked questions that people wanted to know. So at the moment, really, I'm just, I'm on work experience here in Radio Kerry in, Killar- in Killarney and in Tralee, um, in both their studios, and I'm absolutely loving it, you know, I'm, I think I found a new love, which is radio and broadcasting whether it be broadcasting on television or presenting a show on radio I think that it's something that I definitely want to be want to be involved in and I want to carry on that as a career I suppose as well as social media influencing working with brands you know just anything really to do with media and media and broadcasting I think that I found a new love for it um, if you asked me to do this before my accident to go on radio or to even talk now on a podcast like I'm doing right now, I'd I'd just have laughed at you because there there wasn't a hope in hell I would have done it because it just wasn't me. I found it hard enough to stand up in front of the class in school and to present a piece for for an assignment, but um and here I am today sitting behind a microphone talking to you, so um it's definitely something that I've fallen in love with. And I think it all started when I was on the Late Late Show in 2018. Um, seeing behind the scenes there what goes on before the show, after the show. It's just, it's unreal. And I think you have to live the experience to to kind of know what it, what it involves. My work experience um, was 12 weeks long. So I was in my course for 52 weeks and... I have 12 weeks placement so I have I have 3 weeks left and I'm here in Radio Kerry at the moment so um, I'm just getting to know all the different sections and areas in radio whether it be music shows, politics, um, sports shows, talk about general broadcasting, behind the scenes and production and there's just so much to radio that that you you don't understand until you you actually you actually look into it and you're in the area like before I started hearing radio Kerry I thought that the presenter just just showed up and and read his show on on air and just put it out there where whereas it's it's not like that at all Do you know I I've seen some of the presenters that say if they're presenting a show at three o'clock in the afternoon. They're in here at 11 o'clock in the morning putting their show together, doing research, maybe ringing people to, to come on the show and organising what's going to be happening after. And after the show then, they, they're still inside in the office preparing for the next day's show. So yeah, there's there's a lot more to, to radio than, than than what you actually think. And I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. I didn't think that it involved this much at all. I thought that they'd just come in and... And produce their show, but it's very interesting, and I, I, I definitely advise people if, if you like broadcasting and maybe talking, presenting and stuff, it's definitely worth a try because there's there's so many courses out there at the moment for 
for radio so people can get a flavour of it and it's it's definitely something that I'd I'd advise people to do. As I said, I have three weeks left, so I don't know what I'm going to be doing then. Um, I'm going to go looking for a job, really, in radio and and see what comes up. Um, I know it's going to be hard, but I'm going to look around and hopefully I'll get something somewhere. Um, I'm going to carry on my own podcast and uh, on 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 the on the side, and I'll be able to keep practicing on the podcast like now I'm using skills that that I, I have learned in radio and through my through my course and I'm I'm involving them in the podcast whether it be writing out introductions editing or just putting the, sh- the podcast together I'm I'm really enjoying it and it's it's handy that I'm able to incorporate the the skills that I learned during my course into the podcast so so it's, it just goes to show that when you learn something, it, it will come in handy. And I think that goes for everything in life. Um, You're going to be learning, like every day is a school day, you're going to be learning stuff every day. Whether it be in your career, education or your life in general. Like I was talking to a few of the presenters on radio that have been presenting with 20 years and they said that they're still learning new stuff today. Just an update as well on my my own health and well being. I'm in a I'm in a great place at the moment, um, physically and mentally. You know, it's I know in a wheelchair there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes with my health, um, checkups. You know, try to eat as healthy as I can because obviously in the wheelchair it's going to be harder to lose weight and and I've definitely put up a lot of weight and I've no I've no shame in saying that because. It's clear to see that I have from before my accident till now. I have put on weight, but I'm I'm working on it, and it's it's coming down slowly. So hopefully I'll have a six pack out now for for the summer next year. But um, no, all's good. I don't I don't be getting any. I don't get sick or anything. So touch wood that it'll continue like that and that I'll stay healthy and stuff. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give you a a, a general update. But um. Everything's going great, and I'm in a I'm in a great place mentally as well. I've good people around me, family. I've my friends around me, people that um support me. If I if I'm ever having a bad day and I need to talk to someone, I have people that I I I can really trust, and people that I know that I can go to if they if they're struggling as well. Like my closest friends, if I'm having an off day, they know themselves. They say, Ian, look. I know there's something wrong, just feckin' tell me, do you know? And and I, I always open up to them because they're my they're my closest friends and um family and it's good to it's good to talk to people as well because it kinda gets a it gets a lot off your chest if you're carrying a bit of weight on your shoulders if you're if your day isn't going great and I think that um a quote that I always live by and I tell people if they if they're having a bad day, I say it's a it's a bad it's a bad day, not a bad life. Do you know? I think some people, if they have a bad day, they think that their life is bad, whereas their life is great. It's just a bad day, and we all have them. And there's no there's no shame in admitting it because even the strongest people the strongest people have bad days. I suppose a lot of people see me that I share stuff on Instagram positivity motivation and stuff and um people always say how are you so positive all the time and i say i'm not 
do you know I'm not I'm not always positive and I'm not always how I come across on social media and I think it's now like in a podcast that it's good to open up and to to share that I have my down days as well like there's days that I hit rock bottom and days that I think myself it's a bad life and I just have to remind myself it's not do you know it's just a, a bump in the road and it's great to be able to to be able to open up to people and it's great to know that it's great to know that if you have a bad day you will get better and I always just remind myself that if I'm having a bad day I just think of all the things that I've already beat all the obstacles that I've overcome um, before my accident and mainly since my accident like I've I've had to learn how to speak again I've had to learn how to move my hands um, I'd learn learn how to eat. I had to learn how to drink. I had to learn. I had to learn everything. It was like a baby again, because after my accident, it took so much life out of me and so much, so much energy, and there was so much going on and stuff that I had to learn how to do everything again. I'm slowly getting back to the Ian I was before my accident. I know I'll never be like the Ian that I was completely, because obviously there's there's things going on like in a wheelchair and stuff and. I know that with my kind of with my spinal cord injury a lot of people they see stories and headlines and stuff in America, Australia and the headlines could be they could be something like man overcomes obstacles and beats paralysis. And I get sent these stories on a daily basis, but I think that a lot of people don't understand my injury compared to than people on articles and headlines because there's a there's to make a long story short I suppose there's two kind of spinal cord injuries so there's an incomplete spinal cord injury and there's a complete spinal cord injury um an incomplete one is basically if you if you break your neck break bones in your neck and it doesn't touch your spinal cord then the messages on the messages you try to leave out still work because your your spinal cord is intact and it hasn't been damaged and that's that's going to be way easier to overcome obstacles and stuff because you're still able to send messages and stuff to other parts of your body because it's only your uh, it's only your bones that you fractured and stuff so it didn't touch the spinal cord whereas with me mine is something that's called a complete spinal cord injury which is basically the opposite to an incomplete um when I broke the four bones in my neck, I severed my spinal cord as well. The impact was so hard that one of the bones actually cut through the spinal cord. So so that obviously makes it way harder because the messages can't go down my spinal cord as much compared to somebody with an incomplete spinal cord injury. So I think a lot of people don't understand that and it's important to tell them because I've no problem with them sending me them kind of articles and headlines, men be paralysis. Because it's stuff like that that actually it, it motivates me. But um, it's good to let people know as well the difference between the two different kind of spinal cord injuries. Um, we're going to move on now to the Q&A that I have. I've picked some of the most frequently asked questions that, that people have asked me. As I said in the intro I put a I put a question box up on my Instagram and Facebook and Twitter during the week for people to comment under questions or to send me dms of questions that they questions that they want to know about me so i'm going to answer the most frequently asked ones because there was a lot of ones that have been asked by a lot of people the same question so the first question that i've got 
numerous times and I've been getting it ever since I was on the Late Late Show is will I ever do a meet and greet? Um, I'd love to do a meet and greet 100% because I know that there's a lot of people around Ireland that that follow me and stuff on, on social media and it would be good to meet the people that actually support me so yeah definitely I'd love to do a meet and greet Um, I don't know where I would do it to be honest because if I look at my um stats and stuff on Instagram my main amount of followers are from Ireland and um America and I don't know how a lot of Americans are following me because Obviously, my Instagram isn't as big as other people. Like, I only have... I think it's 57,000 followers I have. And the majority of them are in Ireland and America. There's a few in Australia and Canada as well. So, I'd love to do one maybe in... Maybe in Dublin or Galway or somewhere like that. Um, It's definitely something that I'd love to, love to do. And another thing as well while we're speaking about meet and greets is something that I want to I want to do in the near future is um go on kind of like kind of I suppose it would be like a tour and I would travel around to to most of the counties of Ireland and maybe do a kind of a talk in a in an arena or maybe like a hall or something that people people can buy tickets to come and see me and I'd share my story and share share a lot of stuff that people don't know about me that I don't share on Instagram and stuff um, and go t- go around to groups and talk to them in schools as well and I do a lot of talks in schools and stuff already but something going in around into halls and stuff and people can buy tickets to come and actually see it I've been that's been on my mind for a while so maybe early next year maybe mid next year or something something might happen and something might pop up that that I can do something like that so hopefully that'll happen down the road um a lot of people are are saying um I didn't know you had a podcast when I put up the the question box saying that I'd answer the questions on my podcast a lot of people were saying they didn't know I had one um I suppose a lot of people don't know that I have a podcast because this is only my 11th episode and I've I haven't been really consistent with it to be honest since I started it. Um a lot of that is down to me I suppose just being so busy with with college and work experience and stuff going on outside of college and I'm really busy but I'm definitely going to be be more consistent now because I have all the tools that I've prepared for that have prepared me from from my course that I just done in college so I'm definitely going to be more consistent and I want to I want to start bringing people onto the podcast um familiar faces and maybe celebrities and stuff and interview them because I think that there's so many people out there not even celebrities like even just a normal Joe Soap down the road that has a story to tell because I think a lot of people a lot of people have interesting stories that that they tell to their friends and to to people around them but other people aren't going to know about the story because they don't have it up online or anything like that and I think it would be good just to interview people and hear what they have to say and stories that that have happened to them during their life because I think to be interesting um I heard a an interesting quote there that one of my one of my tutors told me a few weeks ago and it was 
when an old person dies a library burns so basically that means when when an old person dies a library burns because old people they have so much knowledge and and stories and so many stuff to tell so that's why it says a library burns when an old person dies um and i think it's such a, a true quote and when he told it to me i just i knew straight away that it it would stick with me because it just goes to show how much knowledge that an old person has and how many unbelievable stories and i even see that with with my grandparents and other people's grandparents and even even normal people in my estate or people that i meet around town that come up to me everyone has a story to tell and and i think to be good just to get it out there and 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 maybe inspire a few people um a lot of people have mental health stories like they've been rock bottom and they've they've arose up and they've beat the odds and stuff and i think stories like that would definitely inspire people to to get out there and and to to appreciate life more the next question i have is um am i in a relationship or have i been in a relationship since i had my accident the simple answer is no i haven't i haven't been in a relationship since my accident um i suppose it just hasn't really come about i've been i've been so busy and i'm always open to meeting people i always have been because there are so many people out there that are for you or people that aren't for you like they say there's there's plenty of fish in the sea and it's so true um you you don't have to meet someone and say oh 10 minutes later yeah they're the one i'm going to marry them um i'm just going with the floor really enjoying life and and I'm always open to meeting people, but no, I haven't been in a relationship since my accident. The next question I have, and I think I've got it about twenty times in this in this Q and A that I done during the week, is um, am I able to have children? And the simple answer is yeah, I am definitely hundred percent. I'm able to have children. Um, and I think a lot of people think that I'm not able to, or they think that a lot of people in wheelchairs aren't able to, but they just don't see the side they don't see the behind the scenes of how how people in wheelchairs like even before my accident i used to see people in wheelchairs and i'd say oh their legs can't move and i used to say oh their legs can't move that's what's wrong with them whereas there's so much more to a spinal cord injury that people don't see um i'm able to have children there's so many different people out there with spinal cord injuries i've i know people that have had an accident and have the same level of injury as me and they've had children and they're married now and they've they've a family of them themselves and two or three children they've had since their accident and um i think people like that that i'm talking to that have had children that kind of inspires me and it um it inspires me to know that there's life after a spinal cord injury and just because I'm in a wheelchair doesn't mean that my life is shut up and seeing these people with seeing these people with children and married and stuff it it definitely gives me gives me hope for the future and know that I can do it and I can I can do what every normal person does and I'm looking forward to that one day to to having my own children and to be married and to and to have a family the next question I got in the Q&A is what would you tell your younger self? 
Um, I was thinking about this one really, and I suppose I tell my my younger self not to not to worry about life as much because before my accident, I was a massive worrier. I was always afraid of things happening to me or to my loved ones, or if this happened, what's going to happen after it, or what's go what's going to be the coincidence and what's going to be. I, I don't know. I was just always such a worrier, and people used to tell me. Stop worrying because I used to worry over the smallest things that made no sense at all. Um, so I definitely tell myself, my younger self, to to not be to not be such a worrier and to to live in the moment because I was always planning for the future and I I wasn't really I wasn't really living in the moment. So I I t- I definitely tell myself to take one day at a time. To I I I know I had been when I was younger and I still do today. And I tell a lot of people when you're younger, if you're listening to this, to to go with the flow, respect your elders, um, help your help the old people in your estate with the shopping. I used to go to the shop for the elderly people in my estate, and it's it's definitely something looking back on now that I was I was really proud of because obviously I can lift the shopping bag now, but knowing that I had done it before my accident. It gives me great joy knowing that I was able to help people before my accident. So I definitely tell people to to respect the elders and to definitely help them out. Another thing that I definitely tell myself is um, you only get one life. And I think that's such a, such a cliche, like you only get one life, but it's so true. And I definitely tell myself not to be, not to be a worrier, not to be a worrier and, um, and a quote from Eminem, the rapper's, um, one of his songs is, you don't get another chance, life is no Nintendo game. And basically what that means is, it's not a video game life, you you do only get one chance, whereas on a video game, if you die, you can come back and compete again, whereas in life, um, it isn't a PlayStation or a Nintendo game, you only get one shot and... I think if you you only get one life, but if you live it right, I think once is enough. And I always tell that to people: if you if you live your life properly, I have no regrets. Um, a lot of people say, "Do you re- do I regret going down the hill that I was on where I had my accident?" The simple answer is no. I don't regret it because I used to go down that hill. I used to go down that hill every day during the summer. Um, and I don't know. It was just this one day that. God had different plans for me and that I I was able to to come back from such a, a, a life I suppose a life threatening injury you could say. Um I don't regret going down the hill because I used to do it every day. I wasn't I wasn't to know that I wouldn't be walking back up, so yeah, I definitely I definitely tell tell my younger self not to have any regrets and to to go out of my comfort zone and to and to try and do new things. Another question that I got in the question box is, what's my morning routine like? Um, I suppose when I was in college in the fifty-two week course, I used to I used to have a quite quite a crazy morning routine. I'd be up at about five fifteen, quarter past five every morning, and I'd be I'd have to go for a shower, and I'd get dressed, obviously, go out into my chair, in my wheelchair. I'd have to do a bit of rehab and exercise before I before I left the house and I'd have to be in school for for half eight that morning so yeah that was my morning routine a few months ago but um 
it's more chilled out now with work experience I suppose it's um it's it's not as intense and I don't have to be up as early as I was I'm up now at around 8 30 a.m which is reasonable that's a sleeping for me really to be honest um I'm up at 8 30 in the morning and get dressed and do a bit of rehab go for a shower and stuff before I head into work experience so that's what my morning routine is looking like now the next question is will Kerry win Sam Maguire this year um and I think that's like asking what are going to be the numbers for the lotto because we've come so close recently obviously this year we lost out to to Tyrone um and I was fully confident this year that we were going to win Sam to be honest I I said to a lot of people that this was going to be the year I said that last year but um unfortunately it wasn't our year this year and Tyrone beat us fair and square and um I was happy for them, you know, they they deserved it, they they played absolutely amazing in the in the All Ireland final and hats off to them. But um I think Kerry will be back next year. I think they they learned a lot this year about themselves and the players and, and all the others. They've learned a lot this year, so hopefully they can bring what they learnt into into next year and hopefully compete for Sam McGuire and Hopefully this time next year we'll we'll be lifting the Sam Maguire, please God. Uh, the next question I got is, how do you envision yourself in 10 years time? Um, This is something that I actually always ask myself. Um, Where will I be in 10 years time? And hopefully, hopefully I'll, I'll be, I'll be able to say that I'm in a good place. Um, physically, mentally, financially, and I'd, I'd be living a good life. Um, I suppose something that I always wanted to do is go back to New York I was there when I was really young and I'd love to live in America or Australia for a year or two when I meet somebody and and we go over there I'd love to I'd love to go over and live in America or Australia for a year or two um hopefully I'll be I'll be in a good place I'll have a a job I'll I'll maybe have a be married and that's something that I really look forward to is 10 years down the road and I think that I'm kind of planning for it now so that it it's motivating me to work towards that to to have my own house to have my own my own cars hopefully able to drive if my if my arms get stronger um to be pushing myself in a manual wheelchair and uh, to be traveling the world giving out my giving talks and sharing my story with people hopefully hopefully that would um that will happen that i'll be able to travel around the world and and motivate and inspire people growing up so um yeah that's definitely where i'd like to be in about 10 years time please god the next question is um it's something that really hits home to me and it's always been something that I've been really passionate about is mental health and um the next question that I got off three or four people is what's my opinion on people getting bullied and I think that it's definitely something that um pulls on my heartstrings seeing a child getting bullied because I'm fortunate enough that I was always in a good place and I never got bullied myself but to see I've seen other people getting bullied firsthand and I've stepped up for them because unfortunately a lot of people getting bullied don't know how to defend themselves and they they can curl up in a ball and they just leave the bully they can curl up in a ball and they just leave the bully go at them and to 
to keep bullying on. But I think what I'd always tell people getting bullied is um, not to let a bully drag you down to their level because somebody trying to bring you down is always lower than you. Mental health is something that I am really passionate about and bullying and and people. Like years ago, um, a lot of people say in our parents' time when they got bullied, they might have got bullied in school and it would it would finish there and until the next day. Whereas nowadays, if uh, if somebody's getting bullied in school, it carries on to home because there's phones and social media and stuff, and the bullying continues when you go home. Whereas years ago they didn't have social media and it stopped at the school gate after school. But um, my advice would be definitely to to stand up for yourself and to not let people people walk over you. And if it's not working, I definitely say to talk to an adult or talk to a friend or a loved one about it. Because I think one of the hardest things that that somebody can do is... um is lift up that phone or to make that call to people that that they are feeling down and they're getting bullied and stuff. That's definitely the hardest part is is opening up to people. So there's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of when you're getting bullied. Um if that's what's stopping you to if that's what's stopping you opening up to people and telling them. Um I'm telling you now here there's nothing wrong with it and definitely stand up for yourself and to to know your worth and know 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 who you are as a person and not to let these people bring you down. And I'm always there on social media for people getting bullied. Um my Instagram is Enoconnell three two one. And I've a lot of people that come to me with mental health or they've gotten bullied and I've always tried my best to to, to help them out. And there's a lot of people that are, that were in a very dark place and I'm proud enough to say that I took them out of that dark place and and put them on a different path hopefully to a better life. So I'm always there for people if they need to talk if they're if they're feeling down or if they're if they're not feeling themselves. If they don't feel like opening up to people like Pieta House or to parents, drop me a message. I'm always going to be there for people struggling. The next question is um how am I always so positive? And to be honest, I spoke about this earlier in the podcast. Um it's it's something that a lot of people say to me you're always so so positive and happy but i i always tell them i'm not and i i i'm i'm a normal person as well and i have feelings and i feel down as well myself sometimes i've hit rock bottom um some days i feel i feel absolutely shit and there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with admitting that and another question on that topic is um how am i always so motivated and I think we're all motivated. I think it's just you have to dig deep enough to find that motivation. We all have it within us. And we all have it within within our our own self knowing that we, if we dig dig enough we will find that motivation. Because it's just a matter of working towards it and only you can... Only you can open that up and, and get motivated yourself. You can look at people online alright but that's their way of getting motivated. Um... You have to find your own way, so dig deep enough and and um and don't take no for an answer and that'll that'll make you motivated like myself. Now the last question I have is something it was a message that somebody sent to me and the question was um Real talk on suicide as I have been struggling bad recently and have I had any struggles? Personally myself when it comes to suicidal talks, um it's something that 
that definitely um, hits home and suicide is such a it's such an important topic these days and I'm lucky enough that I I've had my struggles and my down days but I've never had any suicidal thoughts and I think that's just me personally because I know I know the real meaning of life and I know how how precious life is compared to other people because I suppose regarding what I've been through and seeing my life my life has been up and down I've been to hell and back recently but um I definitely haven't then had any suicidal thoughts as I said earlier it's a bad day not a bad life but um suicide it's such an important topic and it it's not spoken about enough to be honest I I just think that it's it's so so sad for somebody to think that by taking their own life is the is the only way of sorting out their problems and um a quote that I seen recently about suicide is um suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem which basically means that problem isn't going to be lasting forever but by taking your own life is permanent and you can't come back from that yeah no it's definitely something that I'm passionate about and something that that I'm definitely going to be working more on the future is mental health and helping people and maybe doing a few a few workshops with people on on mental health is something that I'd love to do down the line as I said before I'm always free for for people that are thinking that way and I definitely I definitely reach out to someone because um it's okay not to be okay and I know that's such a it's such a cliche and that that sentence it's okay not to be okay is it's um it's you so much but it's something that's definitely so true and if you think about it it is okay because do you know it's it is going to get better and it's only about opening up to people I know myself like if I'm having a bad day and I tell somebody it's like the world is lifted off my shoulders uh, there's a weight lifted and I'm a new person after opening up so that's definitely my um my advice on suicidal thoughts now that's the end of the podcast episode 11 and i i promise you i'm going to be more consistent and i'm going to have people on talking on talking on the podcast soon enough so thanks a million for listening and i hope that you and all your loved ones and family and everyone are are keeping safe and well through these these unprecedented times and and i hope that we're coming back to more of a normal life and stuff and um hopefully that life is getting getting back on the road so thanks a million for listening and until the next one take care be yourself and if you can't stand up stand out thank you for listening to the be yourself podcast with ian o'connell follow ian on facebook and on instagram ian o'connell 321 And remember to subscribe to his Spotify and YouTube channels.